0: I'm kissing all of our lovely fans. Oh.
1: Because why?
0: it is our four year anniversary.
1: And how are we celebrating it?
0: We are celebrating it by talking about ourselves, patting ourselves on the back for no reason, for continuing to do a show every single week and bonus episodes. And we are talking about game night. Yes, we are. But it's this isn't your grandpappy's episode of the Macaw Podcast Universe, hosted by Micah Macaw and Jordan Macaw. This is the kind where we can whittle away our time. We don't even have to tell you who's in the movie, or what it's about, but or we anything. We can just tell you the fun stuff, because this is a sweet little kiss on the ears for you as a little bone bone episode. Bonus, I'm talking about. Not where it may have sounded... <laughs> Yuck So Four years in Jordan Can you kind of believe That we've been doing this For four years I
1: don't just kind of Believe it I full on believe it
0: You full on believe it Uh, Another Exciting year Full of series
1: To let to, to remind people, when we first started the podcast, we were like, oh, every year anniversary, we're going to cover another Land Before Time movie. <laughs> right, right. We made it to two of them.
0: Yeah, and the second we... one was so bad. It was like, <laughs> we're going to have nothing but Micah to talk be, about. We got
1: a very funny video from Micah out of it. That That's true. That still gets in my head, stuck in my head sometimes, the song. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see you. What's up? today but so so Can after, you me call after me after we uh because we did land before time because it's, time it's stop, stop. because it's a big part of our childhood let's revisit it but like casually uh-huh. and have a fun time and they were like we thought let's make it even more fun and just cover any movie we want
0: yeah these are movies that don't they're not attached to sequels yeah um they they're not a franchise yeah um and so last year we did Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Mm-hmm. That was our first time we broke format. And then this year we're talking about Game Night, which is one of my favorite movies.
1: Uh, just yours?
0: Yeah, Jordan hates the movie. I
1: love this movie.
0: No, I'm kidding. Um, but before we do that, what do you what do you think? Let's talk about the podcast. What about it? Um, when's this coming out? This is coming out in April, so pretty soon. Okay. Um,
1: great time to tell people then. Yeah. That, uh, our podcast is gonna be available in a new format this month i that's don't know true. when in april this is coming out but um,
0: I, think, I think the 17th i believe that's our release it's day. possible
1: that this is available now i can't remember the exact dates but um our, you can now get our podcast as an audiobook yep um through uh pretty much anywhere you want you like get your audiobooks, yeah, you can find the macabre podcast universe where we have released 15 series that we've covered. Yes. All in one like Harry Potter all in one collection, Marvel Phase One, and so on, all in their own collections. Yeah. And some of them have bonus material that you'll never hear if you just listen to the podcast.
0: That is true.
1: It's uh, us looking back on a series.
0: Yeah, we did that on the first three Marvel phases. Mm-hmm. We did it on the DCEU, and that might be the only ones.
1: That's probably right, actually.
0: But other episodes, we all, like like uh, we released our Batman. That'll mm-hmm. be one of the audiobooks. And that one, um, I also included the Batman episode that's on Patreon only uh-huh. and the Batman 1966 movie that's on Patreon only. Yeah, so, so th-
1: exclusive content out on audiobook format. Yeah, within these collections. Fun to have them in a fun in a different format. They got and, cool covers.
0: And it was fun to have a publisher be like, "Hey, uh, we want to host your podcast, like distribute your podcast and be like, okay." Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> so that interests you if you want this in a physical format, you Or digital. Or digital. You can now do that. Yeah. And you know what? Here's what I'm going to say. Let's game the system, but not actually. But go to your local library and say – you can fill out little things. They have little cards that say, hey, um, I I want this thing. And uh, then they'll consider putting them in the local library. So I say go down to your library and say, we want the Macaw Podcast Universe. Pound on the doors. I know we have listeners that are not just in southern Oregon. So go to to the Medford Library. Go to the Sacramento Library. Go to the Davis Library. Go to Chicago Library. Go to Washington, D.C. Tell your representative. We want the Macabre Podcast Congress. Universe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so th- that's like a big, kind of a big announcement. Um, yeah. I hope, yeah, I. I it feels like maybe this will be one more step closer to us quitting the old day jobs. Mm. You know what I mean? We can only hope. We can only hope. Um and in addition to that we've we've done pretty good on Patreon in the last year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We've released some pretty great episodes. I feel like our content on Patreon is as good as the main feed and uh if anyone's not there yet, what are you doing we We have to by twenty twenty four we gotta get to fifty patrons. We're so close, but so far away it seems yeah, we need fourteen yeah. we need fourteen it it fluctuates, you know, yeah. But we got to get there. We got to get there by December. Let's do it. Micah McCaw. Patreon.com slash Micah McCaw. <laughs> okay. uh, what else? What else? We covered. It's fun doing Clint Eastwood doing some good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. Um, It's been fun doing the X-Men. By the time we're recording this, we've recorded all of them. Yeah. But pretty uh, pretty fun to fill in the blanks of X-Men.
1: Big blank spots for me. Big blanks. Big blanks.
0: Uh, We finally did all of Nightmare on Elm Street.
1: We did, which will probably be one of the biggest highlights for me on this podcast.
0: So fun. Yeah. Loved it. I do feel like, and and I would be curious what people think about this, I do think this year we might, since a lot of our audience is not horror heads, a lot of them are, but a lot of them are not. Yeah. Maybe this year we give them a break and we don't do a horror series. Okay,
1: fine. Except for when Insidious 5 comes out, we're going to cover that.
0: Well, yeah, we got to do that. Um, and yeah, so that's this year. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of any other series before that for some reason. I am
1: completely, my brain is melting. What did we do
0: after Fast and Furious last year?
1: I couldn't, I couldn't even tell you.
0: Was it Star Wars? No. No, we did that two years ago, didn't we?
1: When
0: did we, when did we cover Star Wars, Jordan?
1: Oh, it was a time. Oh, it was last year. Okay.
0: So we did Star Wars last year. That was a big one.
1: We did that before Fast and Furious though, right?
0: No, we did it after. So we did Fast and Furious, then we did Star Wars. We did Ong Bak. Ah. Um and 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 we've done the three colors trilogy. You know, Yeah, we did
1: Star Wars in the spring. Okay. Um and then well we did Fast and Furious in the spring, Star Wars in the spring to summer. Yeah. Um yeah, that's right.
0: What was uh, what was after Ong Bak?
1: After Ong Bak, we have, let's see.
0: Come on. No edits there's, on this. There's, app.
1: there's a lot. Back to the future.
0: Oh, back to the future. That was a huge one. Yeah. Well, we Here's what I would say too. So, I've been preparing the calendar to get us to the end of the year. Because if you haven't heard if our if our Wolverine episode hasn't come out yet, we're having a baby in July. Can I say that? Well, you're saying it early. Yeah, I think the Wolverine episode is out by now. Oh, okay. But I'm not positive. So we're having our first child. And so we're going on maternity leave. And we are, we're not going to be, we're going to be dead quiet. And we're not going to be doing any podcast stuff from July to September. As the
1: baby cries, we are silent.
0: Yes. But no, do not fear. Those episodes, we are banking now as we speak. You won't miss a step. You won't miss a step. But as I was getting ready and I was, planning out series i was kind of like it feels like we're starting to kind of have covered most of the big stuff so what i would say is if if you're if you have some series that are driving you nuts that we haven't done go ahead and message me on instagram yeah or let me know in a text because bug Micah, don't bug me yeah i, I do all the scheduling he, he, so
1: he fields the scheduling i and love the, doing and it. the buggers and all that
0: yeah um and then another thing to note is when we have the child uh, from June on, we will not be covering theatrical movies, and we'll we'll catch up on those at we the end of the year. We will
1: not be those people who bring their infants no! to the theaters. No! We will not be those people. Yeah, so... Which t- means... That means you listeners have to make a little sacrifice <laughs> <laughs> and not get things as readily available as you're used to from us.
0: Well, but here's the thing. It, you, nothing's going to change for you guys except for... The fact that you will are, are, um, uh, 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 just the theatrical, that's the only thing that changed. You're getting your episode every Friday, you're getting your Patreon episodes every first Wednesday of the month. Everything's fine. Yeah. But you know, maybe, maybe this all works out so that we don't have to see the flash until it comes out on streaming and then we can record an episode. Maybe we don't have to see the blue beetle. Okay. You know? Okay. Okay. So it's a little bit of a break for us. It feels so awesome to know I don't have to see The Flash Especially in theaters. upon
1: this recording, we have been to the theaters at least once a week for the past several weeks because yeah. of all these new releases.
0: This will be the third week in and a I'm row. And I'm kind
1: of tired of it.
0: Oh, that's nuts. I can't wait for tomorrow. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, if anyone listens to our podcast knows that we live in an area that has the worst theater etiquette. So kind yeah. I hate... I, I mean, I've said this for years, even pre-podcast. You did. I kind of hate going to the theaters. I love the the big screen, the big sounds, all that stuff, but it is all absolutely ruined.
0: You hate the people. By people, yeah. So and I feel the same way, but uh, like the experience is big. The enough magic that
1: is, is like lost on me because yeah. of people.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: because of sin in
0: this world. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, hey, let's talk about game night, eh? Yeah. Guess who didn't do any notes because it's an anniversary episode. Micah. Let's talk about when we saw this movie.
1: Yeah, this was a very funny uh, exp- memory yeah. for me. Yeah, um, th- This movie came out around the time I think the theater recliners were new.
0: Yes, this was the first movie because we saw. We made,
1: we made a big mistake.
0: Bit huge. Huge. Well, so- wait, before we get there, let me do the first little part. This movie came out, I didn't even see a trailer for this movie. We didn't? I didn't. What sold you on it? I was just seeing on IMDb News talk of this movie like getting a lot of critical, like critics are loving it, fans are loving it, and it was like a really surprising box office success, like it's opening weekend. And it was kind of like, dang, like comedy, don't like- random comedy based on nothing? Haven't been doing that well in theaters lately, and this one is doing really well. And I was seeing stuff like people praising the script, yeah. for example, and and so I'm like, Okay, and it's got Jason Bateman in it. And I think that and was... Rachel McAdams. I know, but I think at the time I was just like, okay, let's just go see this movie. Yeah. Apparently it's really good. Yeah. Which is sometimes the most pure form of seeing a movie.
1: <laughs> I, it did feel like a hidden gem. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. So th- we, our theater had just gotten the recliners. Uh, yeah. So that yep. was also fun. A big thing everyone was anticipating. Right. And I, I remember we... I, I feel like we kind of had to have bought the tickets a little impromptu. With not a lot of planning ahead I of time, I think we
0: bought them there. We didn't buy them ahead of schedule because it was that's right. Th- it wasn't that sort of thing yet.
1: Because once the th- recliners came in, you do, you do reserve seats now. Yeah. So we get there. Theater's kind of full.
0: It's it is full.
1: And so we're like, okay, we got to be a little bit closer to the screen than we're used to. No big deal. We really want to see this movie. I think we saw it with friends too, and it's like, no,
0: it, not the first time. It was just if, oh, no, I think Bobby. was I think was there. Bobby yeah. was with us. Yeah.
1: Um. So we just we're like oh we'll, we'll be a little bit closer than we like but whatever it'll be fine i
0: <laughs> it was the front row um
1: it was the front row
0: the ones on the floor front i mean row. i
1: jason bateman's jawline i remember ex- like went across the entire screen yeah, from yeah. my vantage point yeah. it was like it was so big and wide on the bottom yeah. and it was like go <laughs> it looked so weird it looked so weird
0: it was crazy the it was, yeah. We
1: watched the whole thing like we that. We watched
0: the whole movie, and I, I you know, I kind of figured like maybe with the recliners it won't be so bad. It was terrible. It was <laughs> and
1: so bad, but we still liked it a lot.
0: We liked it so much.
1: We laughed so hard, so much so that I, and this doesn't happen often.
0: I couldn't tell you the last time we did this.
1: But I, I was like, Mom, Dad, you gotta come see this movie yeah. with us. We gotta go again.
0: How about tomorrow, the day after we, we saw, it saw the, the movie? the day after? It was the day oh, after we that. saw it. Wow. We were like, we got to see this movie yeah, again. Yeah, that
1: that's probably... I can't remember the last time it happened. It's not happened since for me, where I've seen back a movie... Back to back? No. Two days in a row like that.
0: I think the closest is maybe Avatar. Like, I think I saw it with within like a week.
1: For me, it was like, maybe... Or maybe I know, one of the Star even, Wars movies, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. But it... it th- So we went we went the day after. Did we see it another time in theaters? No, so we only saw it twice... Um, but this uh, us were watching it for this was like our fourth time seeing it.
0: Yeah, because then we watched it once at the apartment. Yeah, um, and I had I think
1: it was on my birthday. It was on my birthday.
0: Uh, I'll check. I have it I'm documented. Telling you it was. I well, but because I'm just I remember
1: gonna... we got pulled over on the way home.
0: Yes. Why did we get pulled? I think like my tail light uh, was out. Tail light. Okay. Well, so we watched it on yep February nineteenth, and I had this to say on Letterbox. And guess what, folks? I was very happy about this, because this was in 2019 we watched it, right before the world shuts down. um, I wrote this. In a fair and just world where Bohemian Rhapsody is not nominated for anything and comedies get actual respect, this movie would be nominated for Best Score and Best Original Screenplay. I love this movie. I don't have any problems with it. And so... Do you stand by that? Watching it again, I I was thinking as we were watching it, I was like, I think it's kind of it makes sense because the academy doesn't really do this sort of thing. But I'm like, there's really no reason why this shouldn't have been nominated for best original screenplay.
1: It, it, it's an airtight script, as we were the saying. The script is
0: incredible. We were saying well, as we were movie. watching it,
1: no air is getting into the script.
0: No. No, no. This is like, um, <laughs> the opposite of air, whatever that is. Airtight. Um, keep talking because I want to look up something.
1: The Yeah. The music is by Cliff Martinez, uh, who is so I- incredible. Um, and he, he is such a signature synth sound in his scores. Oh yeah. Um,
0: so th- he wrote the original stranger Themes.
1: <laughs> I mean, he did for only God forgives, uh, Nicholas winding ref movie. Um, that's good. Um, So that, that just is another added layer. Also recently, since Mike and I go to the theater so often, we see Uh the same trailers Uh over and over and over again. And I want to rip my hair out. And one trailer we've seen over and over and (laughs) over again. Let me get through this. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Is the Dungeons and Dragons trailer, which upon the first trailer for me, it's like, yeah, fine. This looks fun. I'll see it. Yeah. I was like, this looks fun. I got to see it with my D and D friends.
0: I saw another trailer and I was like, I'm they showed even more, and I'm like, I think I'm even more on board it with looks, this movie. It
1: looks good. And Chris Pine being cast out as a bard
0: works. Pretty good, yeah.
1: Um, but it was only the last time we saw this trailer, and we had seen it maybe like five or six times already. At least. And all of a sudden, they're marketing it as this, the, the directors who brought you Game Night. Yeah, and Mike and I had to look it up to confirm because the fact that we found that out. Well, it's and like, they
0: spelled it game night like with a, a night with a K,
1: which yeah, is it's funny, m- funny but a little confusing. Yeah, um, when it comes to marketing stuff, it's like you got to keep it as simple as possible, in my opinion. That's but, true. Um, once we find that out, found out that out, it's like oh, now I have absolutely no reservations or questions about this. Yeah, the script is probably you guessed it airtight. Tight.
0: So, I'm going to tell you what was nominated for the best screenplay uh, in the year of 2019, which would be the year that this movie would be nominated, 2018. So, uh, best original screenplay, Green Book is the winner. Okay. A very bad screenplay. The Favorite, a movie I haven't seen. First Reformed, should have beat uh, First Green Reformed's Book.
1: First Reformed, the Ethan Hawke one?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's insane that it, that didn't beat it. Roma, Alfonso Cuarón. And Vice. Wow. So I would say you could swap out Green Book or Vice for the screenplay. Yeah. Easy. It's much better than those yeah. movies. I like Vice a yeah. lot, actually, but um, come on. Yeah. Come on. And then remember Rami Malek won Best Actor for Bohemian Rhapsody. Just, just a reminder.
1: I don't need to be reminded about that. What a
0: weird... Th- the Best like Actor that year? Listen to this. Rami Malek was nominated. Christian Bale for Vice was nominated, which I don't think is a... Good nomination. He, he's getting
1: up. He's getting up to a point where he is uh prestigious enough yeah. that he's gonna get nominated anytime.
0: Bradley Cooper was nominated. Definitely should have won. A
1: star of born.
0: Yeah. Uh Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate. I didn't see that. So heard it's great though. Yeah. And then Vigo Mortensen for Green Book, which is a crazy nomination as yeah. well. What a he weird won, year. He won or
1: not won. He was nominated for like lead. Yeah. Well, I guess that kind of makes yeah, sense.
0: Yeah, and Marshall Ali got supporting. And that's crazy because that's not even... Maharsha Ali's awesome. That's his worst performance I've seen, like, by a long shot. Isn't
1: that his second Oscar, too?
0: I believe it Didn't is. Didn't he win for Moonlight? I believe he did, yeah. So, wasn't
1: that, like, the year before? Did he win uh, two years in a row?
0: No, I don't think it was two years There in was a row. one year separating it? I think so. That's pretty wild. Um,
1: I agree with you, though. But he
0: beat out Adam Driver and Sam Elliott. For Black
1: Klansman, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, and Richard E. Grant for "Can You Ever Forgive Me"? All three of those. Oh
1: gosh, he's so good in that movie.
0: But then Sam Rockwell, the funniest nomination for George W. Bush and Vice. Yeah. It's like, did you guys not watch movies that year? <laughs> there was plenty <laughs> of other. It is other... a weird movie year. Yeah, and I mean there was a ton of great movies in 2018, but to those acting noms, come on, get it together, Academy, on that. But this year they did. Yes, Game they night. did. Game night. Uh, yeah, this this movie, if you have not seen it, I implore you to watch this movie.
1: This movie, uh, I think, for introducing me to a couple of people.
0: Yes, please.
1: Um, first up, it introduced me to Sharon Horgan, who plays Sarah. Yeah. Um, I think this is the first thing I've seen her in. For those who don't know, she is in the new show on Apple, uh, Bad Sisters.
0: Which is excellent.
1: As well as This Way Up, Catastrophe, polling, Voices, and Bob's Burgers.
0: She was in a show called The Increasingly Poor Decisions of Todd Margaret, and that's where I first met her.
1: She She's so funny in this movie.
0: She's great. She's funny always. She's funny always. Um, she's awesome in Bad Sisters. Yeah. Um, Jordan has not watched Bad Sisters yet. Not yet. And I've only watched four of the ten episodes. Micah needs
1: to watch shows on his own sometimes because he's really bad at it. So yeah. I got I to gotta let him finish it. Yeah. Even though it'll probably take him a year.
0: No, I've already watched four in like two and a half months.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we can also thank this movie for introducing us to Billy Magnuson.
0: Oh!
1: Hello! Okay, so technically we have seen him and stuff prior to this.
0: We have. But this is
1: when he, I think, for both of us, was like, "Who is this tall freak oh, of Oh, absolutely,
0: water? absolutely. Because
1: he's in The Big Short.
0: That's right. That's right. He's. All,
1: he's. I. I didn't see this movie, and I know you have neither. But he's also into the woods, which I think is for a lot of people. Yeah. That's what they maybe recognize him from. Um. But come on, his last name's
0: Magnuson. The guy's got to be famous. I
1: mean, look at the guy. He's gorgeous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's and playing the way Adonis he plays the dude, and doof. not in
1: a boring way.
0: Yeah. The way he plays Doofy in this oh, movie he's is unbelievable. so funny. Yeah. the The moment, what is it that we rewound where, where they're at um, Jesse Plemons' house, and he says, he says, "You have a picture of us at game night," and he goes, "Don't you also have a picture of times when you spend time with your friends?" And then it looks at him, and he just kind of nods, like, "Oh, okay," <laughs> and his face like totally he loses, loses expression. expression. It's so funny. Um,
1: and I I love the concept that. Uh, this character, he's very shallow. He just sleeps around with women, and at yeah. every game night, which is weekly, he just brings the new girl that he met at the mall. Yeah, who's just ditzy and everything. And when they they do that montage of all the girls, they all look the same. Yeah, yeah. And the and then for this game night, he finally brings a uh, a person who is well, she seems older than him, but like his age, right? And is not does not fit that type of all those other girls to prove to his friends that he can. Recruit like like get get a real girlfriend slash get someone who can actually compete in these games.
0: Yeah, who else?
1: We also have wow, I've never seen this guy's name before. Lamorne Morris, am I saying that right? The guy from New Girl.
0: I I don't know. I I'm not. I don't know him by name. I know him by look.
1: I think that's his name. Well, I know that's his name, but I don't know if I'm saying it correctly. He's a New Girl. He's also in. Uh, barbershop, the next cut, Sandy Wexler, Fargo. Uh, one of the seasons
0: do not remember him in Fargo.
1: I think, wait,
0: upcoming, maybe, upcoming. Okay, upcoming, which wow, they're doing didn't, another one. I not know, they were doing another okay.
1: One. Um, so that's fun to find out. Wonder, wonder what that I'm kind of ready
0: like. for it to be done though. Although yeah. it's always a different story. So, I
1: like the last season, but it was my least favorite one for sure. Yeah, um. That anyway, that's him. And then Kylie Bunbury plays Michelle, his wife. Um, she's also in When They See Us, Pitch, Big Sky, and, and a lot of other stuff. She's also very everyone's so funny in this movie. Yeah. Um, and then we get a fun cameo from Michael C. Hall. Yep. Um, Danny Huston, who is in which X well, the Wolverine movie.
0: X-Men Origins, Origins Wolverine. As
1: well as Succession. Um, also a fun cameo from Chelsea Pretty. Yeah. She's so She funny. gets
0: billing in this. Full, she full does. stop billing.
1: But it's still a cameo, right?
0: Me, I mean, if game. you're getting billed, I don't I think guess, that's a cameo. I guess not.
1: And then Kyle Chandler plays Brooks. Uh, oh. He is America's dad. I don't know if anyone knows that. Um, you've probably been wondering who America's dad is.
0: We've talked about this actually. It's Kyle Chandler. Yeah. Cause we, we distinguished that Tom Hanks was America's dad, but he is now America's grandpa.
1: Yeah. So and Kyle so, Chandler has graduated.
0: Yeah. But he doesn't really play dad roles. So.
1: I I, I think but, the, for me, uh, the first time I, thing I ever saw him in was super eight. Uh-huh. And he is a That's dad true. in that movie. That's true. Um, and it, it's, and he is going to take down. a very father son down... relationship situation.
0: No, yeah, he is America's dad because he is—he's now you know like taking down the Wolf of Wall Street and and Friday Night Lights, a coach like these I know, are he's, all. He's
1: probably a dad in Friday Night Lights, right? I mean, he's a dad of the team.
0: Well, yeah, and and part of being a, the America's dad is not necessarily playing dad roles, but if you're Tom Hanks and you're starring in like a movie that your dad wants to see, that's a dad movie. Yeah, and so Tom Hanks is master of the dad movies, but now he's the grand grandpa movie. I think a man called Otto was like the final straw that he's now grandpa movie.
1: <laughs> Is uh Friday Night Lights
0: good? I've never seen it. No one's
1: ever told me to watch
0: it. it really I really doesn't I heard seem it was like good.
1: my kind of show.
0: I don't think it's my kind of show either.
1: It's definitely an era of television that doesn't exist anymore. Uh huh. And I can see it being um co- comfort food and nostalgic yeah. for people who grew up watching it. But um, well, the, feel it's like, never been recommended to me. I feel
0: like um, you can't do that having not seen it. So. I'm sure there are people that are like, no, it's it's awesome. But there's a lot of those shows where they're like caught in the middle of like pre-prestige television, but post like just weekly mm-hmm. spit them out. And I, I think that's caught in that thing where it probably has episodes and seasons that are like brilliant, but I would imagine it would just be kind of tough to watch now because it'd be like, I just wish I was watching Sopranos if I'm like watching a show yeah. in this time period, although it's after Sopranos, but still.
1: Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And then, like uh, we said, Rachel McAdams, Jason Bateman,
0: Rachel McAdams, as you said, could have chemistry with anyone. She could have chemistry with a rock. And that's when I said, if she was starring in a movie with the Rock, I would be excited about the Rock again. Yeah. Again, I never was. But um, yeah, you
1: liked Benji Manji. We both did. No, no, to, but you have to give
0: him that. No, no, no. But I, he doesn't excite me. He's never excited me as an okay, actor. But I just that's remember I mean.
1: pl- we were pleasantly surprised by how we weren't annoyed by him.
0: That's the only movie he's done in the last like 20 years that is good. Yeah. Like like uh, acting. And Fast 5. When he's introduced in Fast 5, that well, was a great one use of, the of best him. Movies. But.
1: And then so the directors are John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. Yeah. They will be doing the um Dungeons and Dragons movie. For people who don't know this was, this was like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Uh-huh. Uh, John Francis Daly is in Bones. He plays Sweets. That was crazy Sweet me. Bone. It's just Sweets. Um, but when I, when I saw him in the movie, for one, the first time I saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, it's Sweets from Bones. So cool. And then I found out he directed the friggin movie.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Um, but he, they, they both have done a lot of stuff uh-huh. in in film.
0: And they also di- uh, directed the recent uh, vacation movie yeah. with Ed Helms.
1: And looks like Jonathan Goldstein has a screenplay credit for Horrible Bosses.
0: Oh, man. A very funny movie.
1: So, guy's a good writer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that I I get a chill this time. I've just been sitting here with my hands behind my back. Head. Um. Oh, yeah. Head. head. <laughs> so, here's what I want to say about the movie. I think the secret sauce of this movie, number one with a bullet, you got a fantastic screenplay that that works on, like, a level where if you deleted all of the humor, the movie is still an interesting movie. Like, it's a good plot. It has good development. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. And fun twists. Mm-hmm. Number two, with a secondary bullet. The cast is impeccable. Yeah. And we kind of haven't seen like these people interacting that much in other movies and stuff, so it's kind of like, oh, they got all of these people together. Interesting. Yeah. And so everything's kind of fast. I mean, Jesse Plemons plays a pretty significant role in this movie, and when you see that, you're like, they got this guy. Yeah. Perfect. Uh huh. Then number three, and I think this is the this is the secret sauce that takes it from like, oh, a good comedy to a great comedy great movie like this is a this is what some whites call a film did you say what did you say a great movie
1: but who says that
0: this is what some might call a film it sounded
1: like you said this is what some whites call
0: (laughs) (laughs) no i did not say that though i am white and i am calling it a great film okay um uh, what was oh yes it is the attention to the technical aspects of the filming yeah in ways that comedies often don't do.
1: No, 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 the the whole thing's so well thought out. So many transition shots are shot to make the environment look like miniatures. Yep. Therefore, making it look like a board game.
0: Okay, great. Yeah. Then you have, uh, you have like the stunt choreography on the fights mm-hmm. is genuinely great, mm-hmm. and it reminds. I said this, and it took me a second to convince you, but I thought to myself. Without John Wick in 2014, this movie doesn't have this great action. Because I think that's how influential the John Wick turn was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you wanted to argue it, but it's the four-year anniversary, and I chose the movie.
1: No, I don't disagree with that at all. It's it's just I think the fact that we have that kind of action in a comedy movie at all is wild.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, there's stuff where you're watching it, and you're like, oh, this isn't like the actors just showing up on set. They, they have to rehearse this stuff. Yeah. Like when they're tossing the Faberge egg around, like mm-hmm. that's a one shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like a true wonder, but yeah. it's it's like serves its purpose and it's great. And it's like I'm watching a comedy. Why did they put this much effort into this? That's a
1: funny thing to think about when when you're thinking about things that are just funny and light and humorous. It's uh-huh. like I don't work that hard on it. Hard on it.
0: Let and the jokes do all the work.
1: Yeah, but no, guys. If Elevate you have a, it if you can. Yeah, do do as much as you can to it.
0: Um. And then number four that can't be underestimated is the score to this movie is genuinely great. Mm-hmm. I mean, how often are comedy scores worth writing home about? What about Bob? Certainly.
1: Yeah. Who, this, did, who did that score?
0: I don't remember. Okay. But it's got the. Rung, ba, bung, bung, bung. <laughs> <laughs> I I remember rewatching that movie after having, like, because when we were kids, you know, that that's a classic. If your dad existed he loves what about bob mm-hmm. and if he was a pastor he especially loves what about bob there's something someone could write so, a there's dissertation some, there's something
1: that in a correlation with pastors
0: there's, yeah there's something with pastors because you will hear pastors and it like that's I've, true I've reference in sermons absolutely i've yeah. heard kenner do it i've heard i think the guy at heritage do it i've heard my dad do it like if you're a pastor you love what about bob and you're gonna bring it around to a sermon every couple of years and so, um, if, I, if you got,
1: if you don't have any football, if we're not in season on fo- with football, <laughs> yeah, we're going to throw in a, what about Bob reference?
0: If you're not making a joke about, I know it's Super Bowl Sunday and all of you people want to get out of here, but we got to talk about God. And I'm I like, I
1: promised my wife, I wouldn't wear my Jersey. on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Whenever that happens, I'm like, why did I show up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear about football. Um, But anyway, so I saw that movie so, so, so many times. Yeah. To a point where it became like the same way with my dad and Johnny Cash, where it reached a point where I was like, I kind of, Johnny Cash, I kind of don't like these things because I'm hearing and seeing them so much. Okay. But but about Bob, I never fully didn't like. Yeah. But I rewatched it, you know, after like six or seven years of not having seen it. And I was I was just sitting there and I'm like, this score is unbelievable. I've never noticed how good this score is. And that movie rules. Uh huh. Game night.
1: Yeah. Can what I do- make a confession? Yeah. I don't I don't like games.
0: Yeah, you don't. And I you're confessing that to them, not me.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. You've known this for a couple of years now cuz I've talked to you about it.
0: I've kind of always known you don't like games. Yeah, but I've
1: admi- I've I've, said, I've admitted it fully yeah. the last couple years. Um don't like I don't like games.
0: Uh-huh. Do like, you want to elaborate on that, Jordan?
1: I don't care to learn how to play a game that I'm going to play one time. Uh-huh. Cuz you and I hardly play games. Yeah. In general, our friend group hardly play board games in yeah. general. Yeah there and for me when when it's time to learn, learn a new type of game uh my i i immediately get annoyed right and and much of the time i power through because that's what well, that's not fun yeah um no it's not but it's it's a don't don't enjoy learning a new all these new rules in this new world that i'm going to play for maybe an hour or two and never play again. Yeah. <laughs> because it just doesn't feel like it's worth the time for me. Um i don't care about the competitive nature uh-huh of board games mostly. So
0: um, So you don't like this movie.
1: But i still love this movie. Yeah. is what i'm saying. This movie's great. Yeah. And it's about games.
0: Um, so the, the kind of the, the plot of the movie is you got Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams, and they are trying to have a baby. I had forgotten about that point, And when we were watching it, I'm like, wow, how appropriate for us to watch this movie right now. <laughs> and, um, they are, uh, they're hosting game nights and then his brother comes into town, his cool brother. And he's like, Hey, we're, I'm doing an epic game night and I'm going to. When it happens, there's real actors, all that stuff. Then he gets real kidnapped, um, and then the the story starts going, and people don't realize that it's real. Mm-hmm. Although we will find out later, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it, that it wasn't it wasn't real until like the end of the movie when like the real guys come in mm-hmm. because their neighbor was trying to get them to include him in game night again.
1: So, um you and I have played a murder mystery game one time. Uh-huh. And it was so fun. It was very fun. And I've always wanted to do it again. Yeah, me too. Um it's, it's, and this just reminded me of that time. Uh-huh. Man, that was a fun time. Yeah. That's I thought you had more to say about it, but you don't, I guess.
0: It was great. It was really fun.
1: Some people got really in- into character.
0: A lot of it, what's funny is most people started speaking in crazy accents mm-hmm. not most but several but by the end everyone's accent morphed into oh what you talking about come on stay away from my caboodle you know <laughs> so everyone turned into Italian and uh, so one started as uh like a southerner and he turned Italian <laughs> by the end and then uh, I think another one
1: was trying to be British
0: And turned Italian by the end. Uh, And I'm talking Italian, uh, New Jersey, New Jersey, you know, doing that sort of thing. It was very funny. And, um,
1: and it was a, it was a dinner party. So it was, yeah,
0: we
1: we played it through like several courses. Yep. And shout out to Lauren who put it together. She, she figured it all out and did it. We didn't, we weren't, we didn't like have it hosted by a company or something like that.
0: Yeah. I just remember, uh, and this probably won't make sense to anyone because you didn't play the murder mystery, but it's like a great bit amongst our friends where someone, we were wondering where someone was when something happened. Mm-hmm. And it was like, how come you were out in the cornfield when the murder happened? And then, so it was like, Evan, you were out in the cornfield when this happened. And then it was like, Katiri, like both their characters were out in the cornfield and it was like what were you doing out in the cornfield M- perhaps murder and and he yells above everyone he goes i was getting mine <laughs> it was so funny yeah and we it, we just died laughing
1: yeah so our so there our,
0: were two murders that night. our
1: murder mystery <laughs> didn't uh end didn't end up the way that did in this movie
0: no no it did not um but yeah the the movie's just incredible <laughs> i don't i don't know it's an anniversary episode. What more do you want from us? Yeah.
1: It's it's pretty it's like all all the the airtightness of it is how simple the script is. Uh-huh. Of course it becomes convoluted fast because they're unraveling the uh, Brooks's past. They find out that he's a smuggler and a terrible person. Yeah. And his his cool facade has just been a facade that he's built right. up his whole life. And um Jason Bateman's character has always been very jealous of him and has wanted to be him his whole life and comes to this conclusion of like I do not want this life. I do right, not right. want to be like my brother. And that's part of what has um contributed to him being nervous about having children because he's being ke- impotent. Yeah. Impotent. And he can't he he isn't as cool as his brother or as as accomplished as of a person. But then going through his, this experience is like, no, our kids are going to be great because they're going to be our kids.
0: Yeah. Well, and and that was kind of a resonating thing because um, I feel like in my experience in life, um, there's certain life events that are always painted a certain way. So, for example, um, marriage. Everyone's always like, oh, man, marriage is so great. You should get married. But everyone always just goes, oh, boy, is it tough, though. And they kind of have almost like their head down. Not everyone, but a lot of people I knew. Their head down like, Ooh, you never know what life is like until you get married. And so you kind of dread it. And we're five years into this thing having the time of our lives. Mm-hmm. And it's so much fun to be married. And there were a couple people that were like, yeah, it's it's fun. And um, and and you hear that with kids. It's like, oh, your whole life... I, I think for the most part, people are like, it's amazing. You're going to love it. Yeah, but but yeah. they're still like, your whole life's going to change. You're not going to have time to do anything ever. Mm-hmm. And... And so I think like our society kind of paints, like if you have artistic endeavors, you can't get married and you can't have kids because they're going to hinder your artistic endeavors. Mm-hmm. And so I think those things have always clouded my mind yeah. until we got married and I was like, oh, we help each other.
1: It actually is, I mean, doing, being a creative person and having artistic pursuits is never easy No, in many ways, but it made it a lot easier for both of us. Yeah, to be married and doing
0: it. We have a support system, and yeah. and and we it helps a lot. Um, and so I know that things are definitely going to change, mm-hmm. and time is going to be different. But in th- this movie, this is kind of like the out, the, like the thing that they're discussing, where it's like, when we have kids, our life doesn't end; it like begins. Mm-hmm. And so I, I love, I love kind of applying that to my life, where it's like, yeah, when when we have our child, it's gonna change everything but that doesn't mean like I can't write music and we can't record podcasts and you can't write books and you can't make zines. Like we can still do all of this stuff. It'll be different. And I'm sure we will always be like, man, I, I would imagine we might even wonder why we waited so long. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um,
1: Although I don't think so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm just spitballing I know, here, I know, I know. but, and th- that's one of the messages of this movie. And I find it very sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Rachel McAdams. Okay. <laughs> uh yeah, she's just the best. Yeah, she is. And and Jason Bateman's the best. Yeah. And Billy Magnuson's the best. Yeah. Is that okay? Do we need or do you have more on the movie you want to talk about?
1: I just really love it and it's a really fun time and it's a laugh a minute.
0: Laugh a minute, yeah. Uh, perhaps every 30 seconds. And and having seen the movie four times, we had like genuine LOLs again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, A rewind moment for a movie we've seen four times that that we were pretty sure we rewound at the same moment the last time we watched it, but <laughs> it had been long enough that we forgot. Yeah, It's fantastic. It is like the gold standard. And guess what? It's a five out of five star movie for me. Same. I put it up there with Your Godfather. I put it up there with The Empire Strikes Back. All that stuff. Return of the King, Game Night. It's there.
1: Sometimes you just gotta laugh.
0: Nanook of the North, it's there.
1: <laughs> Nanook of the North is a five star for you.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, okay, that cool. movie rocked my world. Cool.
1: I haven't seen it, but so
0: yeah. Yeah, folks, you should watch Nanook of the North,
1: and then watch the documentary now about it. Yeah. I yeah yeah. Oh, I thought it was funny. Yeah. I guess it's not funny.
0: It it was funny, but it was a little long. It felt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So thank you for giving us four years. Uh, here's to four more, I guess. Did we announce last year with the movie what we're going to do the next year? We did. I, so I chose game night. Yeah. And the year before you had cho- chosen Scott Pilgrim versus the World. What are we doing next year, Jordan? There will be blood. I knew it. You I did. knew it. I knew it. That one we might need to do a little, a little bit of research, right?
1: But I think it'd be more fun too. You yeah. know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um, but we never
1: get to talk about PTA.
0: No. No, And not, he's one of
1: our fave directors. Not until
0: he makes Magnolia 2 next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks for listening. Please steal your friends' phones and rate our show. Get us up to way more reviews. Get us up to 50, please. please. That'd be cool. 50 patrons, 50 reviews. Come on. We love you guys, and we do appreciate your listenership. Have a
1: game night in our honor, but don't invite me. Ha) <laughs>